you very much, Gustav, for joining me for this coffee with the editor. I think the last time I saw you was probably about two years ago. Um, yes. And you've got some you've got some fantastic news. So uh, welcome and and let's get started. What what's happening in your world? Okay, now thank you so much. It's really a pleasure to be part of your coffee with the editor. And really sure, last time we have met, it was in 2019, and we have talked about uh, the future of the, the companies here in Malawi and Mozambique, yes, principally about the general car. And the good thing is, on that time, we have talked about, uh, about plants, and now we are going to talk about what we did that was part of this plan. So I'm really uh, happy. To, to bring this news here. And it would be a really pleasure to show that for the whole world. Oh, well, it's fantastic. It's fantastic to have you. So I think um, just in case anybody missed our, our previous um, Coffee with the Editor, yes, 2019, long time ago, yeah. um, perhaps we should start with maybe just giving some background. So, you know, there's okay. uh, CDN, CLN, um, CEAR, um, so many, <laughs> so many yeah, acronyms, probably. but how does it all come together and, and, you know, kind of that background into, into where you are today? And so it's really important to context. What are these companies? You see, like we are under like a, a mother company that's like Nakala Corridor. Okay. Nakala Corridor is the logistics company from Valley. It was on the past up to June, July. Uh, under Vali and Mitsui, but now just Vali is taking care as Mitsui has exited the, the enterprise. And now uh, like CLN is the main company that take care of the logistics of the coal business. While CDN and SEER, they take care of the general cargo. So uh, on the end of the day, we are part of the same company. We have the same boss, uh, yes, the same CEO, and we work as a team. Uh, right now. So Nakala Logistics is the brand name from these companies. And we have created this brand name to bring uh, our, our brand stronger than before. So now we can contact the whole companies, the whole enterprise, and also the whole assets from these companies in just one direction. You see, we have now the same objective. Uh, is to grow the logistics in Mozambique and Malawi, not splitting the coal and general cargo, but being a strong company, uh, bringing uh, logistics facilities to the clients at all. See, so that's why we are Nakala Logistics and no longer like CR and CDN. But anyway, the companies are yet there, okay? The CR, CDN, the contracts with the, the clients are under these companies, but as you know, we are a brand that will enhance the, the facilities from everyone else. So that's how we fit inside the Nakalogisk brand. But over the last couple of years, you guys have been doing a lot of rehabilitation across, across the network there. And there were, I think, if I'm not mistaken, a couple of lands that you were putting down. I think they were quite short, new spurs, if I'm not mistaken, or, or extensions. Give us an overview of that the rehabilitation that you guys have been okay. doing over the past couple of years and is there anything that you will continue to do is there further an expansion after this to talk about the the, the habitations i think that's important to split on the general carbon coal yet why uh, on the beginning of this project the intention was to make the line 
the coal line uh, able to receive the new production of the, the that what is mine. So it has started in 2011, 2012, where they are doing the habilitations on the main line from Tet to Nakala. And they have finished that complete, completed these works in 2015, more or less. And since then, they have started to operate the coal trains. Most important as well is, I think, to talk about the general cargo. Like, that's why we are yet doing some rehabilitations for it. Since that time, since 2012, uh, like the, the the volume that the general cargo were they they were transporting, it was around 108,000 tons per year. See, and now we are being able to do like 500,000 tons per year, just because this rehabilitation works. And what was done since that time? In 2012, they have started to do the rehabilitation from Nikaya. It's like the the middle of the operation in between like. Uh, Mozambique and, and Malawi. And from Nikaya to Limbi, uh, basically in Blunter, they did this rehabilitation. It, it has finished around 2016, where we were able to bring like the trains uh, in less than six hours from that time to that point to Limbi. And it just to, to have an overview on the past, it took like two days. The speed was like five kilometers per hour, something like that. And we can now run the trains with like 50 kilometers per hour. And then after it's done, we start the rehabilitation from Nikaya Mishinj Strat. That make us be able to link Nakala port to Zambia. You see, so we are able to go up to Chipata. And this project is yet uh, ongoing. And we are about to end the, the stretch between Nikaya and Lilongwe uh, on the end of this year. So our expectation is like in January, we, we can send trains up to that place. So we link the capital of Malawi to Nakala port. We had in the past some operations on that stretch, but it was really not good. The line was in terrible condition and that's why you have preferred to stop the operation and do something right. Bring the efficiency and the safety on the operations. And up to the end of next year, we are really we read the expectation to end the rehabilitation itself and link Nakala port to, to Zambia. So that's where we are looking for great and big business to link Zambia and also Malawi to Nakala port. We yet have some other rehabilitation projects and that's our ongoing Limbi Sandama and the bridge that we did the rehabilitation that we have ended that last week and that's why we are now able to bring the Dash Nights up to Limbi. So we have a lot of works yet, but those are the principal ones. What, what do you anticipate from a from a volume perspective, the the mm -hmm. impact that that being able to go into Zambia is going to give you? You see, like we have our business plan that setting the, the general cargo is like a really main business here in, on our enterprise. Uh, our expectation is like on the next five years, we'll be able to bring at least 2 million tons per year. Uh, we are today on the leveling about 500,000 tons, as I said before. So Zambia is an important part of this enterprise, this, this whole business. And also the fuel that we are doing some works together with the government of Malawi, uh, our expectation is to bring at least 400,000 tons of fuel on the next five years. Today is like 12,000. So just to, to bring overview about the 
huge difference that we're talking about. And also with the new limb yard that we, we have finished last week as well, uh, limb yard, not limb, the dry port, is the biggest dry port in Malawi. Now our intention is to at least double the capacity we have to transport containers in Malawi from Nakala, at least. But of course, we are going to work hand by hand with the truckers and we can uh, export the, the containers from the whole Malawi through the Limp Dry Port. And also we have some other plans with tobacco and also with the fertilizer. And may, as you are aware, the, the Malawi fertilizer company through the Meridian yes, fertilizer company, they have built a strong and amazing terminal here in Malawi. So our intention is also to grow from 100,000 tons per year to at least 350,000 tons per year on the next two or three years. Now they have this capacity and they are working on a color port to improve the efficiency and the capacity as well. So as I said, we are talking about go from 500,000 tons per year to 2 million tons per year and on the next 10 years, 4 million tons. So we have this business plan and the most important, we are building what we have planned, you see. So uh, now I think that we have on hands a strong and really amazing logistics project here in Malawi. So let's just talk rolling stock. So you've got the Dash 9 locomotives. And I know in the article, I think you mentioned how many locomotives. Are those the locomotives that you have been using or are they brand new? And mm -hmm. um, the wagons, are those new? Is there anything different? Have you added capacity to those wagons? And also in meeting a kind of the Vanium projections that you're putting down, will there be a requirement for more rolling stock? Oh, perfect. It's an amazing question. Like on this first stage, while we are just growing, we are yet using the dash nines from the coal uh, operations. Uh, while we have no 100% of the capacity from the coal operations uh, achieved, like we, we have some dash nines that we have just brought from, from the coal business to the general cargo one, at least 10 at this first stage. And also we are buying four new uh, brand new locomotives on the next. We have bought already, but it's going to be delivered next year, July. They are AC third locomotives. So it will be four at this first stage as well, uh, while we are going to use the dash nines. As soon as we are growing our capacity and growing our volumes, of course, we have the plan to buy new uh, holding stock assets, not only locomotives, but as well as those, those wagons. As of now, we have no necessity to bring new wagons because the cycle that was at least 12 days before we are in our intention is to reduce to seven days, you see. So it means that you can do more volume with the same assets in less time. So our intention is to start to buy new wagons just in three years time at least, uh, when we really exhaust our actual capacity with the cycles. We are doing also some habilitations on some wagons that we are at have. Some CB wagons that are those closed wagons, we are going to move that from uh, a platform wagons. So we are going to cut it to rebuild it at all. And they will be able to transport now containers. That's basically our main business, you see, because like our, our pillars are fertilizer, fuel, containers, and some bulk cargo. 
So we are focusing a lot on the, the container side as well. As I said about the fertilizer, we also have the intention to grow a lot. And it means that you need to lease or to buy new wagons. And our intention is to do it with the hopper ones. Because now they have the facility to get these kind of wagons that on the past they didn't have. So we, as we have the intention, it's on the business plan. And of course, as soon as we are going and achieve new milestones, we will start the process to buy these new locomotives. And that's why we are buying the new four ones that they are not so heavy than the Dash 9s and they are, those locomotives will be able to carry a lot of cargo with uh, spending less fuel and so, and also to send it to the longer because we yet have some restrictions on the, the bridge capacity and so. So everything is like inside of our business plan. It's so uh, really good for us. I think it's tremendously exciting. So let's talk about the 23rd of September, what happened, I think, last week, the Limby Container Terminal and the partnerships that you now have kind of got going and the reason that you're sitting in front of me. So tell, tell us more. Yes, Limby Container Terminal is the biggest dry port in Malawi. Up to last week, we had a few capacity to carry and also to accommodate containers here uh, in the whole Malawi. Why I'm saying that? Because the capacity of the railway lines inside of those, those container terminals, they were so small because it, it, it's really old. You see the drawings coming from like 20, 30 years ago, and we, we couldn't park like at least 10 wagons inside of the each terminal here. It means that we need to shunt wagons, we need to park wagons far from the terminal and go and take it back and so but now with this new dry port, we can carry at least eight, eight zero wagons per, per time. We can park four inside and four outside. When it is empty or with uh, export containers, we change to put new set again. So today we have basically no more restrictions about the operations itself. So, and also, as you know, we are experts on railway. We are not experts on trucks. We are not experts on the business with the clients, straight to the clients. And that's why came the partnership with the Stainbridge Bridge Shipping. So they, they really know what they are doing. They have the expertise to link the trucks, the, the whole sector with the railway sector, and also to manage a warehouse. That we, we the first, step to understand that we need to grow, that we need a partner is to understand that we are not able to do anything. That's what we did. So I said, uh, okay, it's time to find someone that's able to manage the shipping lines, the truck drivers, the warehousing. That's why the, uh, the bridge shipping came on board and they are really doing a commendable job. Just to have an example, like uh, in less than 10 hours, we managed to offload and load more than six wagons was like something that we did, we never did in the past. You see, just on the first week, imagine what we will be able to do like on the near future. So that's why they came on board. And of course, they are going to supply services, not just from their sales, but to the other uh, ship line companies. You see, we are not closing the doors. Of course not. We are just opening more doors. And that's what we are now engaging the, the, the whole sector, the, the shipping lines and the, the truck drivers and even the, the companies here in Malawi and Zambia and the whole, the, you see the, the near countries here 
to bring us their containers and their book cargo that we are, now we are able to manage it. So that's basically the partnership we, we built here with the uh, South African company. Well, I think it's just it's just stunning, and it's been such a privilege to actually watch this history unfold. And I look forward to to seeing all the things that you you still have on the go coming through. Just your perspective on kind of the rail industry and the African continent and, and where you see there is, is opportunity for, for better movement by, by rail from obviously from a freight perspective. I, I come from some, uh, from Brazil, you see in Brazil, the railway sector is really huge, like from South Africa and some Europe and American countries. So uh, it, even in Brazil, a few years ago, the railway sector was yet not well recognized as a good way to transport cargo. And I see basically the same scenario here in Africa, in the whole Africa. And, but you see, I think that who should bring more to these countries are not only the government side, but even the, the private sector. That's what we are doing here. We have a strong space to grow the, the railway sector and also the, not just the railway sector, but the port sector and also the agribusiness sector. And so I think that we are bringing here to these countries the first step that's to build the infrastructure. You see, without the infrastructure, there is no agribusiness, there is nothing to grow. Uh, because if you grow, you have no how you're going to, to leave the country with your goods if you have no infrastructure. So what, what I think here, like linking, I, I, I can say just about our enterprise, otherwise I will say something that's not true, you see? Like uh, I, I get it that we are now linking an important port in Africa, that's Nakala port, to the basically main, uh, main producers, as Zambia with Cooper and fertilizer, and also Malawi, that is a landlocked country. So we can able we can be able to bring goods and also send goods from Malawi. And even we are going to link with other parts in, in Mozambique. So what I believe is we need to invest on the infrastructure sector. I know that the, the payback will be not on so short as our companies want, but I'm pretty sure that on the near future, the Africa is the main point in the world. Africa is in the middle of the world. So uh, as much as you invest here on the infrastructure sector, you certainly get it back on the near future uh, with too much uh, gangs, you see. So that's what we as Nakal Logistics, we think about that. We are now investing a lot. I can say you that we have invested on the general cargo here more than $200 million on the last six years. And our revenue is far, very far from that. So it means that our payback time will be like in 20 years time. But we know that it's what is really necessary to grow, you see, sustainable, in a sustainable way. So that's what I urge uh, even to the other investors to come and think like that. It's not just to think that you're going to put your money here today and get it back in the next two or three years. No, infrastructure is not like that. So, but it's like, it's like that, that we as Nakalogisks, we think about. We are thinking a sustainable solution and thinking the long-term future uh, together and to grow here these countries in Africa. 
Well, Gustav, thank you very much for your for your time. It was lovely to talk to you. And um, I'm sure that you'll be sending me some more updates as you go along um, and as the projects progress, some more pictures of your rolling stock as it arrives. I think everybody knows that I love trains. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. Thank you.